0: You can also connect with me on social media. Look for Daryl Urbanski, D-A-R-Y-L urban Ski, U-R-B-A-N-S-K-I, and add me so we can be friends. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy what I've prepared for you right here, right now. Right now, i like to share with you three things which I believe will help improve your life, save you money, plus make your business and income grow fast. The first is to call 1-888-844-4769 or 1-888-844-GROW. Introduce yourself and tell me how I can help or how far you've come from where you were when you started. Your story can inspire others plus motivate those who are in now or have come from a similar situation. Second is let me suggest the best of the best options available for your current business. I speak to a lot of people, and I can connect you to the expert, resource, or tool which will get you the growth you want in your business now, if you will just take a second to tell me about yourself. Visit bestbusinesscoach.ca forward slash help. I'll diagnose the exact thing you need to get you from where you are now to where you want to be in your life and business. Once again, just go to bestbusinesscoach.ca forward slash help, and with a couple clicks, You'll see what I'd suggest you do if you sat down in front of me and help me understand your current mental, physical, financial situation, plus the stage and status of your current business now. So once again, go to bestbusinesscoach.ca forward slash help, click on what best describes you and only get the best you deserve. Your time is important, so help me get you the right tool, introduction, strategy, tactic, or tidbit of information you need for better revenues and save your time by needing less effort. Work smarter, not harder. I'm suggesting you help me help you work on your business instead of in it. Third, check out morefreemoney.com to plug a money-sucking black hole and save your business from disaster before it's too late. See, most entrepreneurs don't give their credit card processing accounts a second thought, but that's a big mistake costing you thousands and even tens of thousands of dollars each year. Money you deserve because you're the one who's done all the hard work you do to make the sale. The merchant industry is so bloated with fees, shaving half a percent or even a full percent can be worth a fortune to your bottom line. All you're doing is keeping more of the money you're already making. The other risk is having the wrong merchant account puts your entire business at risk if and when you hit a sudden growth spurt. Your merchant can decide to keep the money for eight months plus and shut down your ability to charge credit cards or even switch to a different merchant. Don't wait until it's too late. It takes five minutes, and it's 100% free to find out how much you can save and make sure the merchant you have right now is the right one for your type of business. Be strategic. Set yourself up for safe, long-term growth. Visit morefreemoney.com to see how much more money you could be keeping from sales you already make. Stop your merchant from stealing from you after you close a sale and collect payment. Visit morefreemoney.com now. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us. My name is Daryl Urbanski, your host, as always. And today we're joined by John Lee Dumas. John is the founder and host of Entrepreneur on Fire, an award-winning podcast revealing the journey of today's most inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. He generates over a quarter of a million dollars a month in revenue and offers a free 15-day course on podcasting at freepodcastcourse.com. With over a million unique listens a month, Entrepreneur on Fire has inspired Fire Nation to take control of their life and take the entrepreneurial leap. I first met John when he interviewed me for his own podcast, and shortly after, we got to know each other a little bit better over tea at his apartment. I've asked him to come here today to share with us some of his secrets. So, John, long time no talk, my friend. Thank you for joining us today, and how are you doing?
1: I could not be better, Daryl. It's always a pleasure, whether it's talking to you on my podcast, on my balcony, and now on your podcast. So I'm prepared to ignite, brother. (laughs)
0: That's awesome. Well, I mean, first of all, uh, some people may or may not know you listening to this, but uh, maybe could you give us a bit of a background of what you did before you got in the podcasting scene? Because I don't think you were were you always an entrepreneur.
1: I was never an entrepreneur, and I kind of really like to tell this story because I think a lot of people kind of get a little overwhelmed when they hear people like Gary Vaynerchuk, you know, was making $2,000 a month on baseball cars when he was 70 years old. And, you know, they hear the stories of like Tim Ferriss and all the other like great entrepreneurs who just kind of seem like they were born with it. Well, I was born without it. I, you know, did the bare minimum for my entire life, basically, you know, especially in high school, you know, I was B student. um, just did, I, I mowed one lawn every week for 20 bucks because that was enough money. And, you know, I had other people being like, hey, can you mow my lawn? I'm like, nope, because I have all the money that I need. 20 bucks a month, 20 bucks a week. What else do I need in high school? And, it's, you know, same thing in college, just did enough to get by and then to have, you know, have fun, you know, with sports, with school, with girls, whatever it might be. And, you know, that kind of was my life. You know, I, I, I loved having fun. I loved enjoying life. But I was never just like that person with the nose to the grindstone, like always looking for the edge, looking to be an entrepreneur, looking to make money. And, and I never did. So it wasn't until I was 32 years old, Daryl, that I took my first stab at this entrepreneurship thing, you know, I will be, I will be honest, just picture like a guy that's blindfolded facing a major league pitcher and just swinging. I happened to just hit a home run, you know, honestly, like, like like nine times out of 10. And when people start, you know, their first journey, they, you know, their first entrepreneurial thing, they fail miserably and I failed miserably on many things since but you know my first real venture was entrepreneur fire I did knock it out of the park with it you know with a lot of luck and it's been a fun ride ever since
0: that's awesome and I appreciate your candor because I mean it's 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 true and that's part of what this podcast is about is finding the real stories but one thing that you've got that's extremely valuable is that brain because now you've talked you said what are you like thousands of entrepreneurs right and you've had them all kind of give you their secrets do you see a recurring theme among the most successful People, or there's things that they come that come up again and again and again.
1: A Couple things. Number one, they found a mentor, but not just any mentor, Daryl. And this is where a lot of people make the mistake. Oh, I got to find a mentor. I got to find a mentor. It's not just any mentor. You have to find somebody who is where you want to be specifically. Like even if Richard Branson would have mentored me when I first started, he would have been a horrible mentor for me because. That's not where I want to be. You know, he's a billionaire, but you know, that's too vague. I wanted to be a successful business podcaster. So I went to a successful business podcaster, Jamie Tardy of The Eventual Millionaire, and I asked her to mentor me. And I invested in myself financially. And guess what? I became a successful business podcaster. So find that person who is where you want to be, reach out to them. Fortune favors the bold. I get people reaching out to me every day, Daryl, saying, John, will you mentor me? And guess what? I say no every single time. But guess what? I say, "Here are four or five amazing mentors for you." Mm-hmm. And and just because I can't do it, and these people are probably even going to be better for you because, you know, honestly, they love mentoring. They have the time to do it, and they, they you know, they they excel at it. I don't excel at the one-on-one mentor, and, mm-hmm. and and I never have. And so by them reaching out to me, even though they get a no, they get an amazing mentor and I'll even introduce them to that mentor and 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 that you know will lead to great things for them. And number 2 is that Jim Rohn quote and I end every entrepreneur fire episode with it. You're the average of the five people you spend the most time with and people need to realize that you know look around your bus of life. Who are the people on that bus? And you know those people you know, who are just wasting your time, who are just gossip kings and queens, who are not doing much with their life. And, and you know, honestly, they don't really want to see you do much with, with your life either because that's going to kind of show them up. You know, I'm not saying to cut them out of your life completely. I'm saying open up that bus, kick them out the back door, you know, stay in touch with them off and on, and then open up the front door. And let in some amazing people and just see what that does to your average of the five people that you spend the most time with, what that new mastermind is that you've created. That's going to be the game changer.
0: Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, great those are two great tips. Were there any more consistent things? Honestly, self-education was huge. People that
1: really take the time to read the books, to listen to the audio books, to listen to the right podcasts, to read and follow the blogs and the great entrepreneurs that are out there. We have to always be self-educated. There has to be a love of that. And, you know, despite the fact that for the first three or two years of my life, I wasn't an entrepreneur, I did always love self-educating. I loved reading. I loved consuming content and I loved, you know, just really learning new things about things that excited me. So just that all that that desire to always wanting to be improving and learning. That really seems to be a consistent trait. And again, I'm coming up on episode 1000, so I'm choosing from a pretty large pool of uh, you know, of of test results here.
0: Oh yeah, hands down. I mean, that's part of why I wanted to get you on the show because my mission is to help create 200 new multimillionaire business owners and I knew that you would have some insight into that, one through your own success, but also because of so many people that you've been able to to just learn from, which on its own, like even if you didn't have the success that you've had with Entrepreneur on Fire, just that alone probably would have revolutionized your life itself. Um, yeah, yeah, totally. Totally. So, all right. So, get a mentor. Um, the five You are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. We both love Jim Rohn. He is oh, a love brilliant, him. brilliant man. It's a shame he's passed. And then self-education. I love that. Now, is that is that going against the trend? Because so many people are going to school for MBAs and business stuff. Like, is that – can you speak to that a little bit? Like, what's your opinion on that? Do you need formal education if you want to be an entrepreneur? Like, what – I don't want to put you like I don't want to set you on fire.
1: <laughs> well, I'll set myself on fire. I'm happy to do that. I have pretty strong opinions. I mean, what you need is to get in the trenches. Formal education to me is just you just pushing the, you know, pushing the buck down the road a little bit. You're you're Getting more debt, and debt is the biggest enemy of entrepreneurs. You are wasting time because you're not actually doing the thing. You're just learning about the thing, frankly, from people 99 times out of 100 that have never done the thing. You know, They're just collecting a paycheck as a professor. You're wasting your time. You are wasting your time. Get out in the trenches. Learn from people who are actually doing it. Get into a mastermind of people who are actually doing it. Start today. Stop pushing the buck down the road it's the coward way. You know? You're know. you scared to start, so you're going to push the buck down the road by getting into um, some some kind of education. And that was me. When I was done with the military, I was scared to actually face life, so I joined law school. That's the only reason I went to law school. I was scared to face real life. And I was like, well, for the next three years, people are going to think I'm awesome because I'm in law school. I'm, you know, I'm quote-unquote becoming a lawyer. Biggest mistake of my life. Wasted so much money. Wasted so much time. Mm-hmm. I ended up dropping out because I hated it. Did it for all the wrong reasons. You know, stop it. Stop doing it. If you have a college degree, you've gone far enough. If you have a high school diploma and you don't feel a strong drive to go to to go to college, don't do it. Get in the trenches. You know, work for a couple years as an apprentice somewhere, and then maybe you go to college at 20 or 21. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. If you want to go down that road you know, later in life, but you know, don't just start accruing the entrepreneur's biggest enemy, which is debt. Just, there's no reason to do it. If you're going to become a doctor, if you have a passion to become a lawyer, a veterinarian, any of those things, absolutely traditional education is the way to go. You know, I wish you the best. You know? Awesome. You know, I, I know 45, 50 year old lawyers and, and doctors who are still paying off those college loans, but hey, you know, they're passionate about it. That's fine. And that's the way you want to go, go. But if you're listening to this podcast, that's unlikely. Don't waste your time. Don't go to, don't get an MBA. Don't do all that stuff. I mean, that's, you know, so 2010. We're in 2015 now.
0: <laughs> yeah and that's true and I remember reading an article in McLean's, which was a big can- a magazine up here in Canada and it was something about how the top 10 in demand jobs in 2012 didn't or 2013 didn't exist in 2012. So the world's changing way too fast. So I love the insight on that. There's something else I really want to pick your brain on because I think, I don't know if it comes from your military background or not, but we have a lot of mutual friends. And the one yeah. thing that I've heard people say consistently is you are so laser focused <laughs> in ways like, it. And that's, and that's such a powerful, powerful, powerful thing. And i want to hear more, Like, can you speak about the habits that you think have attributed to the success that you have had? And how do you stay so focused? It's too many questions at once, but
1: totally but I'll I'll just focus on the main question, which is focus, you know, and that is my favorite word. And I'm actually looking at a a nice banner that one of my Fire Nation listeners sent to me where it just has the word focus with two Entrepreneur on Fire logos on both sides. And then below it, the acronym for focus, follow one course until success. Daryl, I wanted to bring the first seven-day-a-week podcast, interviewing inspiring and successful entrepreneurs to the marketplace. I wasn't a podcaster. I wasn't a broadcaster. I know online presence. I had nothing and and I knew I had nothing, but I knew that if I focused on that one thing, if I went one inch wide and one mile deep on seven day a week podcasting, I would figure out a way to do it. And now today as we speak, not only have I figured out a way how to do a seven day a week podcast every week, I do it one day a week. I do eight interviews every Tuesday for Entrepreneur Fire. I'm in, I'm out, I'm done. The other six days are doing other great things like talking to you, like doing a webinar, you know, a podcast work workshop webinar or anything else that I do to generate massive revenue for my business. And it all started from that just absolute laser focus following one course until success. It's been the difference for me. Daryl, I see so many people going one mile wide and one inch deep. You can't make an impression on anybody or anything doing that. If you just focus on just going one inch wide and one mile deep, you're going to dominate that niche. You're going to make a name for yourself, create some buzz, and then you can grow the business and broaden out. I started with just a a seven-day-a-week podcast. Now we have a whole suite of products. Don't be scared of pigeonholing yourself down there. Be excited. You're going to start your momentum from down there.
0: That's a great, great, great tip. I love it. And I love that quote too. Are there other habits that you have that have helped attribute to that? And how do you prioritize?
1: Prioritizing is everything. And I really point to Pareto's principle is that 80 or 20% of your activities result in 80% of your desired outcomes. So always be thinking about what is my 20%? What's the 20% of the things that I do that actually are that actually provide the desired outcome of the 80% of the the outcomes that I want and continue to drill in on that so you know after the first year I said what's the 20% of things that I do that are really the the things that are most beneficial and then I just focus on that 20% I let the other 80% go I can't do everything and then the, the next year I zeroed in on the 20% of that 20% and I continue to keep my business lean, mean, and focused at every level by continuing to do that as I move forward. You know, I'm not trying to be the, the, the be-all, end-all for every entrepreneur. I want people to say, hey, I want to start a podcast. Okay, the only place to go is freepodcastcourse.com. Take John's free 15-day course. It's better than any paid course out there. Oh, besides, his podcast was Paradise, which you might want to join after taking that course, but you might not because the course itself, free podcast course, is a complete A to Z on how to create, grow, and monetize your podcast, and I did that purposefully, and because of that, I've had over 16,000 people go through that course. And that's been a massive reason for the success of Podcasters Paradise, which is my paid community that has over 2,500 members, it's done over $3 million in revenue, and it hasn't even turned two years old yet.
0: That's awesome. That's so awesome. And I love that because part of the secrets to your success, I mean, the other thing is, I don't know, and maybe you can speak to this, but I don't know if you started off grouping all your interviews in one day when you wanted to do a a seven-day-a-week podcast. But what I really love is the daily focus because that's something I've been fortunate enough to train with a lot of of uh self and in, in athletics i trained with a lot of world champions olympic athletes and then in business got to know some very successful people and mm. the one thing that everyone says like there's daily focus there's no like no days off it's not it's about a lifestyle it's not about like you know you obviously get what i'm talking about it, did you start off like batching it in one day when you first started what were some of the like challenges and mistakes that you've kind of figured out as you you know over the last two years or so as you've optimized the process
1: You know, number one, you said about like seven times in that sentence, which I love (laughs) because you're Canadian. So I just love how you say about. (laughs) But number two, you know, honestly, for me, I was not able to bash from day one. And people have to realize it's about planting that seed, growing that foundation day by day, improving step by step, day by day as you go forward. Even to this day, I'm still improving my processes, tweaking my flow, making things more efficient every single day. That's why the two books that I recommend, The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy and The Slight Edge by Jeff Olson, those two books are all about every single day, just get a little bit better, take little steps forward. They end up being something massive down the road in a major, major way. So for me, I didn't have a successful podcast before I launched. I didn't even have a podcast. I didn't have a name. I had nothing. So I had to really focus on just being flexible. Whenever, you know, when when Seth Godin, you know, said that he could do an episode tomorrow at 1 p.m., and I had a dentist appointment, you better believe I skipped that dentist appointment and I interviewed (laughs) Seth Godin on that random day. It wasn't until I established Entrepreneur Fire as a successful business podcast and I could show people, hey, we're getting 100,000 listens per month. You know, now we're getting over a million listens per month. And now we're getting over 50 inbound requests of people to be on the show every single week. It's my virtual assistant's full-time job to siphon through all of that stuff. You know, we have a massively long an in-depth application process for every single person that wants to be an entrepreneur on fire. And, you know, I love when people say, John, I'm not going to fill out this application. I say, thank you. I really don't want to read it. So, you know, (laughs) good luck to you in life because I got, believe me, I got entrepreneurs from here till, you know, kingdom come. So that is what you really need to realize is that building a business is just that building. Take that first step, put that first foundation block down and build upon that day by day, just small wins add up to massive victories.
0: Mm, I love that, and Darren, you're right. The compound effect is such. That's such a great book, "Compound Effect" by Darren Hardy. For those of you that didn't catch that, I highly, highly, highly recommend that.
1: Well, if- and real quick, because yeah, because that's what I was going to say is because Darren Hardy's mentor was Jeff Olson, um, who wrote the book "The Slight Edge." So Darren Hardy was inspired by Je- um, by Jeff Olson's "The Slight Edge" and said, "Man, I want to." Build off of this book. So read the Slight Edge first, and then read the Compound Effect, because Darren Hardy builds off of that book.
0: You know, Darren actually was mentored by Jim Rohn too. That's what I was yeah. going to interject. Yeah, because that's how. That's when I met him. It was uh, John's John's mutual friend's birthday, and we got to walking and talking. And then he sent me this package of all of his favorite Jim Rohn stuff, which is how I got to know Jim Rohn really intimately. It was this, this was a was a, a care package courtesy of Darren Hardy. So that was that was really cool. Cool. Now, through the growth, I mean, fast growth, there's often a lot of growing pains. Do you feel like you've crossed thresholds and stages? Do you have any recommendations? If anyone listening to this is in a in a fast growth trend or curve, like as far as structuring your business, your life, any security concerns, family, friends treating you, looking at you differently, can you speak to that a little bit?
1: Hey, I mean, if you want to go down this this road, it's not going to be easy and you're going to have to make sacrifices. To be honest with you, I moved from Maine to San Diego. I love my family, but I knew that I needed an isolated area where I could just focus on the business. You know, I just got back from a 17 day vacation there. Like I can take the time out and go visit them and have a blast. But like, I love that I'm in my little isolated kingdom here in San Diego. And, you know, and I have made some great friends out here and, you know, there's Pat Flynn's and there's, you know, the Michael O'Neill's and, and all these great people out here that I do spend time with and hang out. But for the most part, like I love, you know, the little isolated world that I've created here because. I'm all about the business you know I, I still get to talk to people like you every you know like and and all these other great entrepreneurs on my podcast so it's not like I'm being a recluse but I had to say you know what if I'm going to maximize this there are sacrifices I have to make I was willing to do it and now I have a seven figure a month business uh, sorry a year business in fact you know we had our first um, five hundred thousand dollar month in May of 2015 so you know my next big goal is that first seven figure month and, and we're not Close to that yet, but you know it's a goal to have, and I'm looking forward to it.
0: That's awesome, man! Uh, you'll hit it in no time, I'm sure. Like <gasps> said, it like you focused, focused right? <laughs> <laughs> um. So, all right. So you didn't even get Spark to 32. You decided to launch the podcast. Now you've been growing. What are some of the other things that you're trying to do or focus on or do? Because you say you've got a couple of different projects or products because you've got Podcasters Paradise. You've got MyFreePodcast.com. You've got uh, – what's the other one? My Free Webinar? No.
1: Yeah. Let me let me just step in here to clarify. So we do have Podcasters Paradise, which is our paid podcasting community, and I have a free course that I offer that leads into that. It's called Free Podcast Course dot com. And then we also have a webinar on fire where we teach people how to create and present webinars that converts. And there's a free 10 day course that leads into that called thewebinarcourse.com. webinar um, So we have that. And of course, you know, all of our stuff, Daryl is at eofire.com. That's where all all the magic happens. We list out our free trainings. You know, we have a lot of opportunities for people to jump on it and just see what we have. So we're really excited about that. Um, and that would be the place for I'd urge any listener to start at just eofire.com and um, you know we're we're just having a blast I mean I'm going to be launching my first physical product um, in early 2016 it's going to be a journal it's called the freedom journal where every single day um, you know well let me first say what the tagline is it's the freedom journal accomplish your number one goal in 100 days and that's what the book will do. You set a goal, and if you follow it, and physically follow the Freedom Journal by writing it every day, holding yourself accountable, setting 10-day sprints, doing quarterly reviews, if you do that, you will accomplish your goal in 100 days. Period. You know, of course, it has to be a smart goal, and you know the acronym for smart is specific, measurable. Attainable. It has to be attainable. It's not. I want to, you know, live on the moon in a hundred days. It has to be an attainable goal, re, you know, um, realistic and then timely. And that timely part is important too. And that's where the hundred days comes into effect. So I teach people how to set smart goals, and then I walk them through actually accomplishing it in a hundred days. And this is going to be a book that they're going to be able to hold and write in every day. I'm a big believer in that affirmation and that kind of thing. So I'm excited to get this book out there. I think it's going to help a lot of people, and um, you know. So it's, it's kind of something different than what we've done, so I like adding that to the mix.
0: No, I think that's a great idea, and I love the, I love it because it probably comes from, I think, well a, a big challenge, a lot of people in general but especially entrepreneurs have and that's um just seeing their goals through to completion i think that that's at least something that i see with a lot of people often it depends sometimes it's a knowledge issue sometimes it's a skill set issue but often if they have those often it's because they're their own bottleneck is that kind of like how did you even come up with the idea to do that journal because i use one similar to that called the five minute journal and i love that thing
1: Um, yeah that was my inspiration there to be honest i love that i've actually had the founders on my show uh they're both great but the reality is i felt like the the freedom uh the five minute journal and nothing against it. It's amazing, okay. but it's just, you know, it's just uber repetitive. You know, it's just uh-huh. like you, you open it up, it's like, okay, I'm going to do affirmations, you know, I'm going to do a reflection on the day. And all of those things are incredibly important. But at the same time, there wasn't a structure to it, and I wanted to, to bring something different to the marketplace and unique, um, which is a structure. Because you know, I'm all about the structure. I'm all about the accomplishing of goals, and that's what the Freedom Journal does. You accomplish your goal in 100 days.
0: That's awesome. You have to put me down for one of the first uh, orders of it because I. Boo
1: yeah. <laughs> how about a how about a signed copy for you, Daryl? Uh thanks, man. You're such a good friend.
0: Cool. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, all right. Well. again... Again, have I feel like you've given so much content in this call already, and I feel like you've seen so many other entrepreneurs. Has there anything that I sh- like? Is there anything I should have asked you that I haven't asked you?
1: It's a great question, and whenever I do get this question, um, which isn't enough because it's something that a lot of people should realize. You should, at some point in every interview, kind of hand the mic over to the guest and just say, "Listen, you have some knowledge bombs to share that I might not know that you have." Like, what would be one of those things? And for me, it's just always going back to the basics and keeping things simple. And so there's a quote that I love sharing. If you want to be, do. And if you really just kind of keep that quote close to your hearts and close to your to your mind and to your thought process, things are so much easier. Because I wanted to be a podcaster, Daryl. And that was an overwhelming thought until I just said, you know what? If I want to be a podcaster, I just have to podcast. Like it's really that simple. And I... I I was going to podcast badly at first, and I did, but I knew I had to do that thing to become that thing. So if you want to be a writer, you have to write. If you want to become a singer – you have to sing. You have to do that thing and be willing to be bad. And so I was willing to be a bad podcaster for a significant amount of time to become you know, a good podcaster, to become a good host, a good interviewer. And that's critical. So whatever it is that you want to be, do that thing. Put in your time, put in the effort, start working towards those 10,000 hours that Malcolm Gladwell talks about. And believe me, far before you get to those 10,000 hours, You'll be doing that thing.
0: You know, I, that's, that was phenomenal. And to add to that, what you just said about the 10,000 hours, I saw a TED talk recently, and the guy had cited some research that everyone talks about the 10,000 hours, and that's to be world class in your field. World class. And he was talking about, but how much there's a learning curve. And it's like, you know, and there's a point of diminishing return for your time invested. So he was saying, how much time do you actually need to learn the fundamentals of a skill? And he went through all the research, and do you know how long it is, John?
1: I'm going to guess 100 days, <laughs> 20 <laughs> 100.
0: hours. Wow. 20 focused hours on one thing will teach you the fundamentals. And then he got on stage and he said, I, he's like, this. And he's like, and he pulled out a ukulele and he's like, just for this TED talk, I've been studying the ukulele for 19 and a half hours. Like, and I'm going to put in my, like, you know, and he just started playing it in his TED talk. And that's what the research says. So you don't even need the 10,000 hours to be world class. But so I love, I love what you said.
1: Well, let me kind of jump on this because I think it's so important. And then, as you know, I got to, I got to jump to my next interview. But, um, incredibly powerful stuff to realize. And this is from the little bit that I got in law school. An expert witness in a court of law is considered somebody who knows more than other people in that courtroom. You're an expert witness at that point. And to to go on to what you said, I just logged into lynda.com over one weekend and took 13 hours of Adobe Audition video tutorials. And I actually even did them at double speed. So it was probably like seven and a half hours total. By the end of the, by the end of those tutorials, I can tell you, I guarantee you, I was better than 99% of the world at Adobe Audition. And that was just, you know, in one weekends. And so now I can turn around and become a teacher and an expert of that skill that I attained in the course of one weekends.
0: That's awesome. That's so awesome. Well, John, thank you for your time. I am going to respect your time. And thank you for joining us on the call today. Um, Always a pleasure to talk to you. And yeah, just all the best to you, your family, your loved ones. And until I see you next time. You rock, dude What can you give to someone else to help you with, or give them to just do it for you? Whatever it is, remember taking action is the secret sauce to results. Now, if you think this interview would be helpful for a friend, please give them a link to it. It'll help them, and it'll help me too. I'd also like to invite you to help me find out more about the challenges you're facing, your dreams, your goals, and how I can help you overcome what's holding you back. We both do better when we know better.